This is Under the Influence, a podcast by Kalosh the Dooley. A deep dive into the vast world of online influencing. I'm your host, Cameron Clark. You're listening to episode one, where we take a look into influencing as a career. We spoke to social media stars Johnny B, Nia Gallagher, Jackson Lennon, Tara Povey, Niall Ryan and Cassie Delaney to discuss influencing as a full-time job, the work that goes into their posts and the challenges they face with monetizing their content. A social media influencer is a content creator with a large following, but unless you've been living under a rock for the past eight years, you probably already know that. They influence their audience in many ways, from the clothes they wear, to the music they listen to. Some even go as far as to replicate their personality. They're a key marketing tool for brands that have learned to utilise the endorsement power of social media. But how much do you really know about social media influencers? We've gathered a group of big Irish influencers and asked them about their experiences, their career, their lifestyle and being in the public eye. Starting a new career can be incredibly daunting, especially when you're going into a career based around social media, where you're in the public eye at all times. So we asked some Irish influencers what convinced them to take that first step. So I would have been working as a multimedia journalist. I was working for the likes of Maximum Media and a couple of different Irish publications when they moved online. Obviously, Maximum Media was based online from the get-go, but I worked previously with like Image Magazine and they moved online and a few others. That's Cassie Delaney, founder of Irish podcast production company Tall Tales. They've created shows such as The Creep Dive and Juvenalia. And I just really saw the demand for it. I was the deputy editor heard that when that kind of short form online content was really popular. But very quickly you could see it peak and then drop off. And I realized that people were not as interested in reading online. It wasn't the way that people wanted to consume their media. And at the time everyone was pushing for video and I could see the rise in podcasting. It was around the same time that Serial had come out and you could see the rise in podcasting in the US and I kind of figured that it was going to be a really popular medium and also for journalists contrary to video like we were being told keep video short you know 60 seconds or less you know then it went down to 15 seconds and it was like get your message in the start make it really concise and snappy I was like this is great for advertising but it's not great for when you're trying to tell a fully fleshed out story like it's not going to be much use to you when you're trying to do an investigation whereas podcasting allowed people to really delve into an issue and also it was we were seeing people retaining that podcast for like 96%, 100%, which is like a crazy retention rate when you're looking at online digital content. So I just really, really liked the, I suppose, the potential of podcasting and also the fact that it's a really forgiving medium. Like you don't have to have a load of equipment to get going with it. If you, you can produce really high quality audio very simply, like a lot of people podcast on their phones or whatever. I think the mistake that people make when they go into podcasting is they choose the wrong environment. So if you're in a really echoey room it's not going to sound good but like you can very very quickly set yourself up with something that's going to sound great and get going with it and yeah tell really great stories with it um i decided to start youtube because i hadn't seen anybody in ireland documenting a transition i'd seen like america england i'd seen everyone and again i was like maybe i could be like the poster child for this <laughs> That's Jackson Lennon, a YouTuber who documents his transgender journey. Um, and I had no idea what way it was going to go. 
So I was like, maybe my bumps in the road could show people what not to do uh, to avoid those things. I did have a lot of doubts because I wasn't out to a lot of people and I never expected it to like blow up. I just kind of thought it'd be like maybe like a cabinet that I kept all my stuff in, had a key that no one would ever find. And then I remember one of my videos I put up, I was like, oh my God, like I have 50 subscribers. That's so cool. Thank you guys so much. I never thought I'd ever get 50 subscribers. And then one of my videos with my brother just went crazy and people just started flooding in. I was like, well, probably should tell a few more people <laughs> now before they find out true video so the doubts was like i'm not fully out to everyone but um yeah no, i know i guess there's doubts with everything so yeah i had a few well basically Started from a very young age, man. Since like seven years old, yeah, I was I'd be sitting there looking at YouTube videos. Like, since yeah. I first discovered YouTube, I was fascinated with yeah, it. Yeah. All I used to do as a kid, like in this isn't the OG days since six. You remember like those fucking cat videos and ghost yeah. content, yeah, all that stuff. So that's where I started from. You're listening to Niall Ryan, creator of the Bread Batch, an Instagram hub of online entertainment. So since then, then I started discovering like YouTubers as I got like older a little bit, like when I was like 12 and stuff, I discovered a few people. So basically I started, back then gaming was the big thing. You yeah, know, like yeah. Big, sure. Gaming, you like Let's Plays and all that shit, like PewDiePie yeah. when he was doing that stuff. Yeah, exactly, KSI even. Yeah, even, exactly, with the FIFA yeah. stuff. So I, I tried that when I was like 12 and I did it from like 12 to 15. Uh, I, I'd even say 12 to 16 and then I never really got out like I tried it I'd, like obviously channels are flopped yeah but I never really got over the fascination with that kind of world and stuff yeah then 2017 20, obviously school ended I was like what am I going to do now like I didn't have a clue what I was going to do mm-hmm. so I tried college I, uh, I, I repeated even sir then went to done a do those bridge courses up in Diffie what's, what's it called the uh, uh the little, little bridge courses that you do before you go to the main college, I forget what they're called, after you fuck up your leaving, sir. Well, uh, we'll call it PLC. Yeah, 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 damn. <laughs> I was doing one of them. I learned how to do Photoshop, but then they started moving to coding and stuff. And I was okay, like, alright, interesting. I, I, I looked around, yeah, and they went, when they moved on to coding, I walked out, yeah, I said, nah, bro. I learned what I need to learn with Photoshop, and I said, I, I got what I need. So then, 20, that was 2016, 2017 hits then. And that year was kind of a realization period where like Jake Paul blew up with his that oh, every wow. neighborhood. Yeah. Logan Paul. Then McGregor and Mayweather like uh, events what that event was going on at the time. Yeah. And I was just I was like, right, I need to go for this kind of mainstream. Yeah, yeah. That's where literally I wrote down the plan and I'm yeah. being self blown yeah. We were just ahead of the curve in podcasting. Now everyone and their dog has a podcast. Luckily we got in there about a year and a half before it really took off in Ireland. That's Johnny B, half the Two Johnnies comedy duo and co-host of the Two Johnnies podcast, one of Ireland's most successful shows. Johnny smacks his idea, he's big into podcasts, listens to a lot of English podcasts about sport, about comedy and TV and um, I thought the medium would really suit him, he's a storyteller and at the time we were doing a lot of Snapchat stories, Instagram stories, but there's only so much of a story you can tell in 10 to 15 seconds, so I thought the medium would really suit and it gave us a chance to stretch our muscles creatively, try things that we normally wouldn't do, we were just doing sketches and it was kind of limiting, you're often playing a character and this is a chance for us to explore who we were as characters who the two johnnies are and i think it's definitely the reason that we've kicked on into doing more radio and tv is because of the podcast i think if you're just doing sketches it limits you so uh we can we also write sketches on the podcast and we can sing a few songs if we want it's basically like having your own show 
most of the time we get stuck in a limbo where we know we want to do something but we won't we're too scared to make the decision to do it we're kind of like indecisive about it and we want to know everyone's opinions and speaking now is tara Povey, a full-time travel blogger once you just make the decision and say okay I'm gonna go traveling, I'm gonna leave my job. Everything feels so much easier after you've made that first decision because then you're just making a series of smaller decisions to kind of get to where you want to go. But the first big decision is the best and the hardest, but it makes everything easier then. For those that work a nine to five, it's almost a common opinion that influencing is an easy career. You snap a few photos, talk to your camera for 15 minutes a week and your bills are paid. But when speaking to these influencers, they ensure us there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes to make their careers successful. I think for a long time it was like seen as one of the only ways to monetize a podcast, which would have made it like crucially important for a lot of podcast creators. But now there are, are alternatives. Like we've launched a platform called Broadcast by Tall Tales, which means that listeners can choose to pay or access content that's behind a paywall. So for some of our podcasts that we think are relevant to the public sphere or need to be in the public sphere, we don't charge people outright for them, but there is an option to support those shows on broadcast if you're in a position to do so. And then we also also have created a section of just premium content that people do have to pay to listen to, which is just means that the people who are putting the effort into kind of writing their comedy or preparing their shows are getting paid to do so. I do think that sponsorship still has an, a part to play in podcasting because one, I think it's the medium that most people are listening to. So, so if advertising wants to really stay up to date and connect with an audience, I think they should be investigating podcasting as a means to do so. But it's not necessary, which is an exciting thing again for creators because there are a multitude of other ways to monetize your content. And personally, I think that moving into a realm where content isn't sponsored is much more beneficial to uh, journalists and creators overall. A lot of it is just me, like my Instagram, I put out myself, post stuff in my stories, but my photos, um, I have these photographers in the house that take photos of us. And um, so it's great help for myself because I get professional photos by like amazing photographers. That's Nia Gallagher. TikTok star and member of Irish creator house, The Go House. There's like there's photographers here that have worked with the likes of Image, have worked with like huge brands like H&M, Little Woods Ireland. You see all the mads on the TV, they've shot them and they're in our house taking photos of us. Like it is amazing. So that's my Instagram, I suppose. TikTok, I do myself. Sometimes I might ask for advice. I show one of the guys videos, like one of the girls and they're like, oh no, do it this way. So it's always, we're all helping each other, I suppose, which is great. And then for my YouTube then, I just film it and I have an editor who edits for me and I sit and help him watch, watch it with him and where I want this and that and he does it for me and I try to learn because they're huge editors they know what they're doing I don't they've done courses they've done college on this kind of stuff so I like sit and watch them and learn from it for myself so I can do it for myself in the future so I suppose I don't do anything <laughs> I know but uh, uh, a lot of it I do get a lot of I, got, <laughs> I do get a lot of help I suppose but uh, yeah the only bits that I would ever get help with is um, maybe like my sister's really good for ideas so she'll throw ideas at me or um, like people helping me with taking pictures but uh, yeah I do everything myself pretty much I always get so jealous of like couples that run blogs because they at least have two people to do it or like I know these twin sisters who run a blog and I'm just like so jealous because they must you know it must be great to have someone who knows exactly what you need to do and just run the other half of the blog 
like actually make brand campaigns is the hardest and like I actually try to make my money from other things like website advertisements and like affiliate incomes because brand campaigns are so much work like you know you might do a contract and they pay you a set amount and they estimate that value off the price of the post but they don't think about how much time that you end up having to put into it so you might get like I might do a campaign that takes a week's worth of work between like getting the products, organizing the shoot, like um, making sure that you have all the right content that's then has to be approved by the brand and then sent back to you, maybe edited again and then approved again. And then you post it on a set day. And then there's the work of going back over to get your analytics and send it to the brand, maybe like a week later, a month later, three months later, like they might have follow-ups as well. Um, so like you, and I might do all that work, which could take a week maybe or something like that, maybe, maybe four days in total. And and then that might only get me as much as like working one day of pharmacy would or something like that. Like, so it depends on like, sometimes it doesn't feel as much worth it for the amount of time that you put into the brand campaigns. They are a lot of work. It's not just like one pretty picture. A lot of work goes into that. Like even writing an Instagram caption, like could take nearly 20 minutes by the time you've found all the right hashtags, tagged all the brands and like, you know, done the, you know, paid campaign approval and that kind of thing. So yeah. It is time consuming. Brand deals aren't exactly a reliable source of income, so merchandise has become a major aspect of monetizing one's content. Cassie Delaney and Nia Gallagher gave their own thoughts on merch and how it can best be utilized. So it's about marketing the podcast. Like obviously it is cool when people are wearing hats and totes and stuff around the streets, but it's more that it's another revenue stream for podcasting. So like the, the tricky thing in Ireland is that advertisers haven't caught on as much to podcasting as the medium of choice. So trying to get a sponsor on a podcast is really tedious. They kind of look through, they listen through every word, they might change things. And it's different to when you're doing sponsored editorial content because an advertiser would be like, oh, can you just change that? And you're like, well, I can't change something unless it was said. It is to monetize our content content to have that relationship with advertisers we're not opposed to it and certain podcasts have sponsorship but for our lifestyle stuff and our comedy stuff we don't really want to be working with sponsors on that because we just don't want to be influenced by whatever their uh, agendas are so for the creep type particularly like we had a really good loyal following and people were actually asking us to do merch so um it's been a fantastic just additional revenue speak before christmas you know everyone wants their creep of the week mugs and all that kind of stuff always on and it's so Something that we're going to be exploring now with a few other shows as well. I've always wanted, like personally myself, I've always wanted to make my own merch, but I was going to try and maybe do that in the more future. But us as a house, we've all were like always thrown out ideas like the likes of maybe getting a full house to ourselves, I suppose, and um, talking about maybe merch in the future. There's so many possible like ideas that we talk about. Like we do show whatever we show online is us, but there is like stuff behind the scenes that you won't see like us giving out and fighting, which sometimes you do see on the cameras. But uh, we have a lot planned and, you know, I have to keep a bit of it, you know, a bit mysterious as well. I can't say it all now we're on it today, but <laughs> I give away everything. As with any career, influencers are always looking at what's next. We asked Johnny B and Nia Gallagher about their plans for the future. Well, 
I'm putting a lot into see I'm in the go house at the moment if you yeah. haven't heard the first Irish ever TikTok house and the first ever Irish TikTok hotel you could say as well so I'm putting a lot of effort into that because I definitely see that that's going to bring me somewhere because I'm living in Dublin now which has been my dream like yeah. I'm a little girl from Longford who's now in a big in the big city which is crazy and my I, I suppose my end goal is to reach as many people as I can Well, we're up to two podcasts a week now. We've got our extra podcast on Patreon going great. Thank you so much to everybody who signed up. And um, it's an opportunity for us to get weirder and to just keep trying new things, to keep expanding. I mean, when you start, the first episode is like, hello, we're two Johnnies. This is how we got started. And then you quickly burn through the big topics. School, no problem. Talk about, oh, yeah, when I was in school, you know, like, sec- next episode, let's talk about the GAA. Oh, yeah, I've got loads of stories about the GAA. But you know what I mean? You get a couple of hundred episodes in you can't keep relying on anecdotes so the way we've approached it has changed we've done kind of fun investigations into unusual things from minority and extreme sports to esports to the science of social media we've had dietitians on we kind of delved into the madness of things we did an episode on country music in ireland last week so i've learned a lot about it we've done an episode on the history of pub licensing laws in ireland so and and that we're still technically a comedy podcast so where is it gonna go i don't know uh, music yes definitely want to release an album but we'd want to do it in a society where we can gig which is currently off the uh, off the table so definitely want to release an album want to write more funny songs but we need a lot of time to do it and we haven't met the band because of covid so we have rehearsed and recorded remotely but i I think it's not the same i like to get in the room and get sweaty with the lads so definitely much more podcasts come more types of podcasts not just a big monday podcast and a thursday podcast we're thinking of doing lots of other little podcasts that i can't say too much about but nothing is out of reach nothing is off the table nothing is impossible that was episode one in the next episode we'll be diving into the lifestyle of a social media influencer be sure to check out the process of under the influence on spotify podbean soundcloud or wherever you get your podcasts to see the work we put in behind the scenes you can find us on twitter at under influence 5 instagram at under influence doc and be sure to check out our website under the influence dot space thanks for listening and we'll catch you in the next one a special thanks to the guests of our show you can listen to johnny b's podcast the two johnnies on any streaming platform and find them on instagram at the two johnnies you can find nia gallagher on tiktok at nia underscore gal and Instagram at underscore Nia underscore gal underscore. You can find Nile Ryan on Instagram at the bread batch and at it's Nile Ryan. You can follow Jackson's Journey at Jack's Journey on YouTube and at Creator Jalen on Instagram. You can join Tara on her adventure around the world on her website whereistara.com, YouTube at whereistara, and Instagram at whereistaraBlog. You can check out Cassie's podcast company Tall Tales at talltales.ie for their list of shows.